I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Spray and Bedliners, Lift Kits, Tires, and Wheels at Rick's Pro Truck, number one Jeep truck accessory stores in the state of Mississippi. Three locations, ricksprotruck.com. I got to give, we don't usually do this, but I have to. They've been with us for 18 years. Does that tell you something? That's pretty cool. I, I call them part of the Fab Five that started with us, right? Because when we started this show, I was dead broke, and uh, nobody was buying sports marketing in the Southeast, for that matter. And I just had this crazy concept that SEC football could sell in 2003 when we started this this gig on a whopping 5,000-watt AM station that really wasn't 5,000-watt, kind of a 2,000-watt AM station, and no signal. Now we're on a 50,000-watt, you know, FM, but we've also got all the streaming stuff and so on. Well, Rick's Pro Truck was one of the Fab Five, one of the first five sponsors on the show. They've been with us for 18 years. It's pretty awesome. And I have to give a uh, happy birthday shout-out to one of the owners, uh, Justin Estel. Uh, super dude. Uh, he and his father, Rick, own it. And uh, they have been with us for 18 years. Just opened another location by the airport, RPT Commercial, ricksprotruck.com. Happy birthday, Justin. Thank you for your support. And thank you for believing in us when no one did that. And uh, I knocked on a lot of doors, a few hundred, and got a no. Uh, But when we started adding companies like Rick's Pro Truck and Bank Plus and so on, I Care Professionals and Pearl River Resort, um, it gave us some credibility on the street. So uh, happy birthday, Justin, and shout out to Rick's Pro Truck. want to welcome in our friend Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, also running their college football recruiting arm. You see him on Saturdays, sometimes on different days, on the sideline and in the booth with ESPN 
for a long time. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. How you doing, bud? I'm good, man. You know what? Just listening to that as I was waiting to come on air, like the risk you were willing to take, you're, you're literally, you're, a, you're an American success story. Like you are the American dream. You're why people come to this country. You start with nothing. You're willing to work. You're willing to put in the time. It may not be easy. It's going to be hard. And then next thing you know, here you are 18 years later. I mean, now think, now really think about that. And I mean, you should be really, really proud of yourself and your family because listen, there's not a lot of people as we know in our country and our society right now, they're not willing to work. They're not willing to, to pay the price. So good for you, dude. I appreciate it, my friend. We, we've been blessed and fortunate and, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And of course we, uh, we appreciate you being, uh, along for the ride with us. Um, so you and I were going back and forth this week with some scheduling stuff, and and I was thinking about this. Uh, Tom Blake and I were talking about it before the show. You know, you've been you've been in this recruiting game for a long time, and when you mm-hmm. started, it was still a run oriented college football world. Um, yeah, for the most part, now, sure. Yeah, right. And I know some so other I'll, people. I'll give, you, I'll give you. I'll give you a prime example, just to give you a sense of. The timing of that. So our first class of evaluating would have been the fall of 2005, which was the 2006 recruiting class. Okay? Okay. And in that recruiting class, if you remember, was Mitch Mustaine, who was at Springdale High School under Gus Malzahn. That next fall, so he signs with Arkansas, Houston Nutt hires Gus Malzahn, and that next fall was when the Wildcat was born. Peyton Hillis, Felix Jones, Darren McFadden, and they were all trying to work around the deficiencies of a true freshman quarterback in Mitch Mustaine, and that's how the shotgun spread, wildcat offense, all the different things and all the different iterations now we've seen come off of that. That was the fall of 2006. And, by the way, I loved that offense, and that trio of running backs, halfbacks, uh, were unbelievable. And so much fun to watch. And I still can't ever – I will never understand how Houston Nutt – I get that things got out from under him at Ole Miss, but he still had a resume to get rehired. I will never understand at 53 or 54 years old how he was never hired again after what he did at Ole Miss for two years. Me neither. for 10 and Boise State. I just can't get it. I cannot – I don't understand it when you win that many football games. Yeah. But but compare – the wide receiver depth and the quarterback depth because of all the training and hours now and specialization and high school coaches doing a, a much better job and blah, blah, even junior high. But compare today what you, what you and your recruiting team look at. Compare the wide receiver depth and the quarterback talent to back in 2005-2006, Tom. The numbers aren't too much different. Um, the difference is, is quarterbacks now, I think, are further advanced in terms of their playability early. Uh, they know more about the game. They're, they're uh, more seasoned. They uh, are, are more physically mature and physically advanced. I feel like I could make a fair argument that on the wide receiver side of it, the, the, uh, the route running part, has actually declined because what we've seen from that point to this point is a lot of bubble screens, a lot of hitches, 
a lot of slant, a lot of jet sweeps, a lot of dink and dunk in various different iterations of the spread. And so what's happening is you're seeing really well-rounded, talented skill kids that aren't great route runners. And not because they're not capable, because they're not asked to do it. I mean, if you're the best player in space on your high school team, more than likely a coach may take you, put you in the slot, and you're going to run a crossing route, a bubble screen. You're going to be a jet sweep guy. You might run down the seam. But it's not like you're doing a bunch of stuff and settling into zones and locating voids and, and coverages and you know, necessarily understanding how to attack a defender's alignment and eat up the cushion before you make that stab and break and all these different things. So the numbers are there. The skill is equitable. But mm. I think that receivers are having to learn more on how to be a receiver when they get into college as opposed to prior to coming to college. And the quarterbacks, conversely, know more going into college than they maybe did 15 years ago. Interesting. Okay. Tom Luganville with ESPN on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, and, and and I'll take it local, Tom, to, to this state. Um, Ole Miss is the wide receiver school in this state. Um, and so I think about two guys who are crazy talented, but kind of were in the, the boat that you just described. And that's Laquan Treadwell and DK Metcalf. Sure. They were so good physically well how about AJ well AJ yeah I just feel like he was a little more refined and advanced and and, oh yeah there's no question about that definitely picked it up yeah you know more than than the other two uh it it is working out for DK um and, and at least Treadwell hung around but the point is at the collegiate level they were so much better than everybody else physically and and just talent wise everything else that I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hugh Free, you know, they could do all of what you just described, the bubble screens and the short passing route tree, and still break away and make big plays because of what they were physically. Your thoughts? Yes, I, I think so. Uh, I think that's fair. Now, you know, obviously a lot of it, too, has to do with, you know, quarterback play, staying healthy. I mean, you mentioned those guys you just mentioned. I mean, D.K. Metcalf was a probably a distant third when it came to production, you had DeMarcus Lodge in there. You had the tight end in there. Um, so, you know, next thing you know, you look at the NFL level and you see DK Metcalf and he's with an all-pro quarterback. Things start to change pretty significantly. So right. um, I, I think that, yeah, you, listen, there's, all, there's the jump from high school to college and you get away with stuff, right? But you get away with a little bit less. 
And you have to become more refined. You have to become nuanced. Then there's that jump from college to the NFL. And now everybody is gifted. There, There are very few weaknesses, physical weaknesses. So what does it come down to, right? It comes down to your craft. Like it comes down to doing the things that a Jerry Rice or a Steve Largent or, you know, uh, a Michael Urban would do to ensure that even if somebody was more talented than they were, that they were kept around or they became productive because they were willing to do what others weren't. And that's the difference, I think, between being obviously a, uh, an amateur and a pro, but it's also the difference when you look at it from a recruiting perspective, it's also the difference between why guys completely fizzle out and why guys completely pan out. And if you've noticed in that, there's very little gray area. Like, have you ever noticed with a high-profile guy that he never either comes onto the scene and is just good? He's either as advertised or disappears. And the reason isn't physical ability. It's always some other trait. It usually has to do with work ethic or honing your craft or, or attention to details and really wanting to be a good football player because it's each level that you elevate, whether it be a DK Metcalf that was more raw, you know, as you mentioned, Laquan Treadwell, more raw, and A.J. Brown, who was a little bit more polished, a little bit more advanced, came in, continued to take his game to the next level, now one of the premier guys in the NFL. Everybody's different and everybody develops at different rates, but you get to a point where you're going to have to make choices as a player. Do I want to be average? Do I want to be good? Or do I want to be elite? Because from a talent perspective, they're all capable. Yes. I tell you who impressed me is Elijah Moore. Where You know, here's a guy who wasn't as highly thought of as the three that you just referenced. Right. And smaller and out of Georgia. But still a three-star guy who Georgia had for a while, and then they moved off of late. Ole Miss Shoot. took advantage. He was Great. a four-star guy for us, Bo. Okay. He was All an right. under American. We really liked him. We, we thought the only detriment that he had, Bo, was he wasn't very big. Everything else about him was legit. Well, he was playing chess while secondaries were playing checkers. <laughs> no doubt. Because he could run routes. He's Antonio yes. Brown. That's who yes. he reminds me of. Antonio Brown. And, and what I thought was so impressive about kind of the way his game matured and evolved was Elijah Moore, like you said, he, he could go downfield and get open, Tom. It wasn't just bubble screens and short right. passes. This dude could be 15, 20 yards down the field, and he would make you look silly, then catch the ball, and then make somebody else look silly because he could get up and running quicker than a treadwell, if you know where yep. you know, because of his, his burst. I think he's exactly what the NFL is – I know ideally you'd go 6'2", 6'3", but those guys can make hay in the NFL today. If the Jets get it right, he'll be just fine if he stays healthy for for uh, for eight or nine years. I didn't realize you had him in the Under Armour All-American game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had him as a slot and a, re- and a return guy. And, um, you know, it's interesting you mentioned, you know, like the 6'2", six, 6'3", six, guy. When you really start to look at it, like – how many 6'2", 6'3", or 6'4", guys are there out there that can run routes like A.J. Green? Not Maybe many. one or two, three. Like, those guys 
the, the, the big, tall, long strider guy is generally a, bit, a little bit more straight line. He's generally more of a deep ball threat, a running catch guy that's maybe going to catch the 50-50 ball. But a guy like A.J. Green, what made him look so unique is he was flexible like a rubber band. So even though he was tall, he could move like the smaller guys. Well, you know, you mentioned, yeah, okay, ideally you'd like to have that size, of course, but oftentimes those guys can't run routes like the 5'11 guy or the six-foot guy. They can't do what Amari Cooper can do. They can't do what Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave can do. Right. Those guys have a, a uniqueness about them where their size is actually an advantage when it comes to getting open. Tom Luganbill on the Corona Premier Guest Line. You're listening Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Havana Smoke Shop for all your premium cigars. Lugs, uh, out of the guys who went in the first round, wide receivers, you mentioned Alave. Uh, There were other Ohio State and Bama guys and some other dudes. Um, Of course, Alave is going to go down to New Orleans. New Orleans jumped up to get him, but that's not where I want to go. Which one is the one that you like the best to have a just a fantastic, this is all, of course, if they stay healthy, a fantastic 10-year career? Barring injury, it's Jameson Williams. Okay. And and the reason why, the the exact conversation we just had about A.J. Green, when you're 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", and you look like you're floating on clouds when you're running, that is rare, man. And when you go back and you watch how fluid and flexible he is, considering his height, there's just guys aren't like that, man. They, you just can't find those types of guys. I, I do think it's one of the most, and I hate the phrase can't miss because I don't believe in it, but I do think it's one, I'll put it this way, I think it's one of the most rookie productive ready-to-transition wide receiver groups in the NFL draft we've seen in a long time. Okay. Well, wasn't Jamison Williams the guy that got hurt in the national championship game? Yes. Yes. He's the guy that was the transfer portal guy from Ohio State. Okay. That they took and was literally an absolute difference maker. He would have been... In my opinion, without the ACL, he might have been a top five pick. He would have been the first receiver taken. All right, so they may have won that game with him still in. And, well, they and, hadn't covered him until he got hurt, I can tell you that. Well, I mean, yeah, the first quarter and a half. I mean, they had already beat him in the SEC championship game, and Georgia just could not cover him. Not not just him, but but obviously he made it easier for other people on the field. And, right. and then I think it was the first quarter and a half of the national championship game, Georgia still wasn't stopping them. Uh, right. In that, all right, I want to I want to switch gears then. Is it- With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles; we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving. We do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. 
Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I want you to think about that, Tom, and, and I want to get your thoughts on that. It took Georgia. Georgia had like uh, 27 guys on defense drafted in the draft. Yeah. It, it took an, a world-class elite, elite, elite defense and Jamison Williams going down for Georgia to have just enough to win a national championship. What does that say about college football, and what does that say about Alabama? It says that no matter what happens, no matter what type of season that you're going to have, you're going to have to have some luck, and you're going to have to have something bounce your way. And in that particular contest, that's what bounced their way. The one guy they could not contend with, that they didn't have an answer for, got removed from the game, and it changed the outcome of the game. But, you know, you ever heard that phrase, it's better, I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week? Mm-hmm. Well, in order to run the table, in order to be a, an undefeated team or a 14-1 and team, a championship-level contender, you're not doing that without a little bit of luck. You're just not doing it. Do you remember the 2010 Auburn National Championship season? And how many different things, like every time they needed a fourth and one stop, they got it. If they went forward on fourth and five on their own 35, they got it. I'll, I'll give you a prime example. Do you remember that game? When they go on the road to Alabama in the Iron Bowl, right? And Alabama is up, I want to say 24 to nothing or 24 to seven. And they throw a pass down the sideline, Alabama does. And I can't remember if it was a running back for Alabama or a wide receiver. He's running down the sideline now. He's about to score, all right? So it's going to be 31 to either nothing or 31 to 7. And, I'm, again, I'm going off my memory. This was 12 years ago. And an Auburn defender comes from behind the Alabama ball carrier and hits the ball out, pops it out from behind. Now, at this time, the ball carrier is at about the 20-yard line. Now, we all know a football's not round, right? So when it hits the ground, what's the football prone to do? Go left, right, diagonal, up, down, all over the place. This ball literally eight inches from the sideline hits the ground and rolls straight into the end zone from like 15 yards away, and it becomes a touchback. And that play right there sparked the comeback. Auburn ends up winning the game. They go on to win a national championship. That's football. That's the sport. Everybody who's been involved with it has dealt with it. They've had it work for them. They've had it work against them. But I'll never forget that play because I'm sitting there watching that. I'm going, if this isn't written in the stars for this team, for that ball not to bounce right or left or go out of bounds right there, I mean, it, it was unbelievable. But that's, you know, you always hear that's how the ball bounces. I still remember that play. It, Do you remember it? Yes. It, it just it does not amazing. happen. It doesn't happen. It, it doesn't just, happen. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's hit one more thing before we let you go. Tom Luganbill on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Speaking of Georgia, you know their roster. You know what they mm-hmm. lost. You also know what they're bringing in. It's all relative because the East is still down. But 
we expect them to take – I mean, does Tom Luganbill expect them to take a slight step back? How, how do you see it for the Georgia Bulldogs this year? I, I think they're going to be really, really good. Um, I think they've recruited to a level that the – the replacements may not be exactly the same, but there's not a cliff when it comes to the drop-off. I think that's really important to note. There's a difference between experience and a lack of talent. All right, Alabama, or excuse me, Georgia's going to have maybe a lack of experience at some spots. They will not lack talent. And um, to me, I, I think that given the current state of the East, um, they do have to play a tough one on the road against Mississippi State. Now, I was looking at the Georgia schedule saying, okay, well, what's their toughest road game? Is it Mississippi State or Kentucky? And I'm like, well, environment-wise, it's without question Mississippi State, but from a team perspective, is it Kentucky? Is that debatable? I don't know. Probably is. But I, I just think that they'll go into every matchup with better players than every one of their competitors, which gives them advantage. So which means when you go into that game, if you don't screw it up, then you're probably going to win. And face Bama again in the SEC championship game. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. All right. So, so even though they lost all those NFL players, Kirby has recruited so well. Let's just take the last three classes. He, he and his staff have recruited so well that basically you're saying, both the talent level is still there. It's just an experience factor for Georgia. Yeah, I mean, listen, anytime you lose guys that are, are to that level of NFL caliber and you lose them all at once, I mean, you're, you're, you're going to see a hit. I mean, you're going to feel that. But, you know, they're not all of a sudden, you know, playing with, 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 with somebody that, you know, shouldn't be on the roster. I mean, that's, I think that what, we, what we've learned about Georgia is they're, they are top to bottom as talented as anybody in college football. And I think it's very similar to what we've seen from Clemson over the last few years. You know, they would lose a bunch of guys, lose a bunch of guys, and the drop-off would be minimal because they'd recruited so well and their depth was so strong. Um, one more. All right. I got 90 seconds. Miami's not going to be there yet. Florida State's still in transition. Do you think Clemson can run it in the ACC this year? I think they're the most equipped. They're going to have to have an improvement at quarterback because the quarterback at Wake Forest, the quarterback at Virginia, the quarterback at NC State, the quarterback at Miami um, are all better players than B.J. Uyunglele. So they need Cade Klubnick, the true freshman, to not only beat out Uyunglele, but then not play as a freshman. You know what I'm saying? They they need him to play like a veteran. Wow. Have a great week, my man. Thanks, Tom Luganville. All right. Take care, buddy. National College Football Analyst with ESPN joined us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. The show is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Starville and Tupelo. Also, Havana Smoke Shop for all your premium cigars. Havana Smoke Shop. Man, I had an unbelievable meal last night at 44 Prime in Starville. The ribeye was amazing. Uh, cream spinach. I'll have to say that the Russell's Reserve bourbon was good. Met one of an interesting, interesting guy who owns his own company who happened to be eating at the bar. Orientation the next three weeks in Startville. Don't forget 44 Prime, 44prime.com, Startville Steakhouse. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.